Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant to Shaq. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. Anything's possible. Welcome back to the Ball Boys NBA podcast. Uh, today, I am your host, Callum Mack, and I'm joined by Jay Smooth, Jermaine Takapultoa. How are you going? Hey, I'm going well, Callum Mack. Mate, <laughs> this is this is uh, new territory here. New territory, yeah, just you and me today. We, we don't have Mitchell, who is off in Cairns, actually, which is um, the north regions of uh, Queensland, for those of you who aren't from Australia. And I assume he's gone up there to go wrestle, wrestle some crocodiles, I think, because that's what they do here in <laughs> yeah, Australia. That's exactly what they do, especially up in Cairns. <laughs> how, how about yeah, us, well, though? Coming come from all, all corners of the, um, of Australia. That's it. That Mate. is it. <laughs> now, we have had a fucking exciting week of basketball. A lot has happened. Um, the season has ended. We've had the, play, the first ever playing tournament, which mm. is pretty exciting. And... We know the playoff brackets. We know who's versing who. So a, a lot to talk about. Um, let, let, let's dive into that eighth seed versus ninth seed game. The Blazers versus Memphis. Yeah. Um, some some good takeaways. I I feel like the favorite was always the the Blazers at this point, just because they they clinch that eighth seed. So they only have to win the one game, and because of Memphis. You know, falling of all the injuries, they they really kind of were became the underdogs, and they weren't playing as amazing as they were during the regular season. So, they were the favorites. It was a good game, though. It was a really good game. What, what were your thoughts, Jermaine? Yeah, def- definitely C- competitive game. I like that it went down to like the wire because you started to see, you know, the, the as you were saying, the momentum was with Portland um, leading up to that game. Dame Lillard has been just on a tear. And so you kind of, we all suspected that, you know, Portland were definitely going to deliver. But hey, Memphis delivered as well. They didn't get the win, but, you know, it was still a pretty pretty exciting game for a playing game. Yeah. Um, the the yeah. one thing that Portland had been given up is a lot of points to the opposition. So Memphis, they, they did well. I mean, Jar yeah. put up 35 <laughs> points. Um, eight turnovers, though, um, which I guess is yeah. the best. He... Yeah, usually usually he takes care of the ball a bit, bit more like that. But obviously, it's a high pressure mm. game. He still put up points. Like he still played really well overall. Valanciunas had a big one, twenty two seventeen. Was that a, um, was that a um, career high for Jar? Thirty five. Uh, I think it was he... actually the thirty five. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. No, big game for him. Yeah, yeah. He he did play well. Forty two minutes. So like they really did ride and die by him. Um and and those trailblazers they. Yeah. I mean, the big four, I guess, if you're going to count Carmelo as, as part of the big four, he they all played Tri- really trial, well. Trailblazers, is it? <laughs> uh, we, we spoke about this after the last pod. Apparently, I have issues pronouncing their name. 
but maybe it's just my Australian accent, and I'm going to stick by that excuse. Yeah. <laughs> The, um, <laughs> yeah. the trailblazer. I apologize to everyone all over the globe. All over the globe. I, that's how we pronounce it. Just, here, man, um, it is actually, it's the trailblazers. Yeah. Trailblazers. Yeah. That's what I said. But yeah, all no, right, great, so, great game. Great game. what do you think so, of the, um, the play-ins anyway, the play-in format? Um, I, I was a fan of it. I feel, I mean, this is the perfect time to test it out. Um, just because obviously you're not gonna be able to finish all 82 games, but I, I, I feel like we could enforce it moving forward. Um, you, you obviously want to reward the team when they're in that eighth seed, but uh, so I think they'd have to do a similar rule where like you have to be within a certain amount of games. So let, let's say maybe mm. they're within two games of that eighth seed, maybe they they battle out um, for the for the final spot. But I'm sold on it. Like, well, yeah, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I thought it was a really cool idea, and I hope that they carry it forward. You know, just f- throughout the game, throughout I mean, throughout the like the years to come, just because. Hey, more games, more money. Why not, Adam Silver? You know, <laughs> that's it. Money rules. But, the world, but for fans so. especially, like it's always, especially those fringe teams, like you know, your Memphis, your, your Phoenix, just you know, providing another opportunity for like just more games and more for those fringe teams to like play at like a high level, not necessarily playoff level, but you know, still be competitive and, and you know, get something out of it. So I thought it was a really, really good idea by Adam Silver. So just yeah, I think it'll through. take away a bit of like the whole tanking aspect as well like really late in the season which you do mm. get towards i guess those last kind of dozen games where some teams just go full tank and some if there's that ninth seed which is just that extra position you can battle for then it's just more hope for some teams so i'm all for it yeah. i think it's a good idea and i think the, the and, and that's exactly what we on. saw you know adam silver could have easily just said no we're just going to take eight eight teams that he opened up one more spot and then we got people playing to the last game of the season so and it's exciting basketball to, too to work yeah um and i guess yeah, i guess sure. on that topic we'll, we'll, no, we'll jump into the the bright future suns as they've been taught um called all over social media oh. they, they went eight <laughs> the zero in suns. that bubble yeah and they were fighting for that ninth seed oh, they ended man. up i believe they had the yeah. same record as as memphis but um they they lost the tiebreaker in terms of the regular season stuff so they yeah. didn't make it with an eight and zero record. They didn't make it through the playoffs here, which is um, unfortunate for them because they were playing some really good basketball. Then that was that was such an incredible push. Like eight eight games is no joke in the NBA. You know, sure teams you know get get that winning streak, but for a team like the Suns that just haven't had any you know any sort of winning pedigree for the last like 10, 10, 15, 10 years or so, for them to go eight eight nil. In crunch time of the season, man. Because not only is it just you know eight nil versing trash teams, they were actually versing the twenty two best teams in the league. Like they ditched yeah. the shit eight teams, like all the trash people who's literally tanking, and then they went mm. eight and zero. So mad respect. There was a nice <laughs> speech made by Monty Williams at the end of the game saying that after that eight eight and nothing, that now they've got the respect of the league. And um, and I, yeah. I do believe that as well. So that was nicely said. It was kind of motivating, you know. That's what coaches yeah. should be doing. So good yeah, on Monty. No, he he sure. did a great job. He might come up later on in the podcast. Yeah, no, um, he's um. Hopefully they they stay with him for a bit, or even that squad. Just you know, they just keep continuing to build that sort of culture and just go to a new direction. Because yeah, no, it's um, it's a good sign. Hopefully, yeah, book an exciting. You know, hopefully, book team, stays so. in. I, I like book in Phoenix. Yeah, me too. I think it belongs there. But, it's yeah, a good rest, city as rest well. In peace, rest in peace to the Suns. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for next year for them. Do you think they're going to make the playoffs next season? Yeah. Random question. 
I'm gonna lock it in now. I'm locking it, lock in it in right in now. now. They've 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 tasted victory. Devin Booker, he 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 loves it. He's just I reckon <laughs> I can see him rolling and just going just carrying this through to next season. Um I, I think, you know, oh hopefully the, the office, you know, puts the puts them in the continues to put them in a good position. But uh I'm locking it in yeah, now. Well, look, next I'm season will be interesting. Especially in that West. Um Yeah. Yeah, look, um, another bright spark was the Spurs. They went 6-2, and two, so good, good work to them. Yeah. Good work, Pop. Um, <laughs> you know, they're always going to perform. Unfortunately, they missed out as well. Uh, but they, they yeah. played some good basketball. Um, yeah. some, some of the noteworthy things I'll just quickly touch on, hot off the press, is Jim Boylan was fired by Chicago Bulls. Oh, and yeah. also uh, the Pelicans fired Alvin Gentry. So that's two coaches gone um, mm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Potential candidates for our new teams. Yeah. <laughs> you know how the NBA is? They pretty much just sw- swap coaches <laughs> every season. Yeah, look, when you have a coaching gig, it seems yeah, pretty damn easy to get another one, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, look, Jim Boylan, he had a pretty trash team, so look, maybe he will get another chance. Yeah. Alvin Gentry, he, he put actually together a pretty good offense with the Pelicans, but defensively had a lot of... Oh, it was just terrible record defensively. Defensively, and when you look at the advanced stats, um, it didn't particularly love that team. Yeah. I think he had some defensive pieces. So yeah, it was just the the, the roster was just inconsistent. You know, injuries. Yeah, it, it was a weird um, roster. It was a hard roster to work with. And I, I'm not really sure what the direction is. As we were saying in other podcasts, you know, what are they what are they trying to do with Zion? Are they trying to Trying to play like him no one knows. Or, I think there's something happening or, with Zion, you know, and no one really knows what's going. Who's going to use their number one guy, Ingram? Yeah, you still, you still got Drew there. Well, Ingram should be the go-to in scorer. The prime I of think career, but just like the but, bully. Um, being wasted. Mm. Yeah. Right, well, but yeah. Another yeah. hot off the press. We got Ben Simmons. Uh, uh, no. Unfortunately, is out for the playoffs. He has done um, a weird injury where he kind of yeah. like popped out his knee. And it popped back into place, but it's done a bit of kind of minor damage, which... So he's left the bubble now. They, they just ruled him out for the playoffs to get it all looked at and, and repaired. I don't think it's a long-term... What kind of injury was it? Yeah. Oh, you, you have to look it up online, but it, I believe it was, he popped out the knee and it popped back into place, and there was no real structural Oof. damage. The first MRI came back clean, and it was still a bit weird, so they, they took a second and they found out there was some kind of damage in there. So um, yeah. I think it's definitely something you should come back from 100%. Is my understanding yeah. of it. You probably know no more than me, Jermaine, but um, yeah, it's. But unfortunately, look, he's out of the playoffs. He's out of that mm-hmm. race, and which is pretty disappointing for the 76ers because even though throughout this season, I guess, and even in the previous few seasons, they hadn't quite put it together. There's still that argument for you know, look, in seven games, maybe they can win four each because they they got the pieces really to compete with anyone if yeah. you just look at raw yeah. talent. Mm-hmm. So that that's a bit of a hit to the 76ers. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into further depth of the sixes when we um in our next segment. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, another couple of this, now that the regular season has finished. Um, shout out to Mitchell Robinson who has officially um, recorded the highest ever field goal in a season. Oh, like, really? What, what did he? What did he? Seventy-four point two percent field goal. Jesus. Mitchell Robinson, who now has beaten Wilt Chamberlain, who put up seventy-two point seven percent field goal. So seventy-four. Yeah. The new, so that's pretty impressive. So that, that's a bit of a very, shout out to Mitchell Robinson. Anyone who can break a Wilt Chamberlain record, that's a mad respect there. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like all he does is dunk. Yeah. <laughs> and Wilt, yeah, Wilt exactly. did a lot more than that. 
But um, I mean, Wilt Will was probably numbers. averaging like forty points when he was doing that. But um, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but still, no, that's that's a pretty impressive record. And yeah, so congrats to him. Um, another wacky record is the Clippers are the first team since nineteen sixty eight to have um, four players with um, that average over eighteen points a game. So Ooh, that's a cool stat. That's a big one. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah. So obviously that's going to be PG. You got Kawhi, and then you got. Uh, Montrez and Lou putting up those stats. So yeah, look, a good, Wait, you, a good. You said four people or four or more. Um, just four players in general to average eighteen or more points yeah, a game. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like I mean, you think about those the greatest teams have gone by in the last. You know, you got the Warriors. They just came yeah. went, went, went through. No. Well, Draymond couldn't put up points. Yeah, in the last I was season, thinking so. that. <laughs> It'd have to be someone great else. defensively, but um, yeah. yeah, look, it's, it does stand out though. So it shows yeah, fair just how good of a team that they really are yeah um, so yeah big all right well let's um we'll move into the nba bubble awards what was announced recently hmm. and the mvp was given to dame lillard the coach award was given to monty williams yeah and then they they, they went through a first and a second team did you have any um i feel like in my opinion i think dame obviously he deserved the mvp there was talk of tj Mm. Um, at at the beginning, because he came out so fucking you know, <laughs> hot out of the gates, he was killing yeah. it. Um, you got the debate for Devin Booker going eight and zero while well, p- putting up stats too, like you know, thirty yeah, six yeah. and five. But I think Dame deserved it. What do you think? Nah, it, it, it has to go to Dame. Like, um, man, that that it's just I mean, similar to Devin Booker, both had insane stats, but Dame Dame was like on another level of just absolute focus. Um, yeah, his he, killer he's, mentality. Just like you can see it in his eyes. Hey, he's mm. like, this looks like he just wants to attack everyone. He's just, yeah. oh, I love it. He's pretty much in playoff mode. Yeah, and he's putting up some ridiculous stats as well. In terms of um, his averages, if you, actually if you look at that three game stretch, he um when he put up, he was averaging about over fifty a game for that three game <laughs> stretch where he put up like sixty a forty line and a fifty line. Yeah, which is just absolutely ridiculous. That's just yeah, that's that's silly. I mean, mm. like, yeah, I, I I would say Devin Booker is a close, close second because eight and eight and zero is pretty insane as well. While averaging like what thirty five or something, thirty five five and five, I'm yeah. guessing something something on good percentages as well. Yeah, yeah, that too. But um, but Dame was just more of a standout. Like yeah. he was just killing people. Mm. So if you look like at the first team, you had Lillard, you had James Harden, you had Luka Doncic, Devin Booker, and TJ Warren. Yeah. I like and that. Out one. of those, you go Lillard. Yeah. For the MVP. That, that's and a... They give some love and praise to the Suns giving uh, Monty Williams that coach award. Mm. Yeah. And they're well deserved as well. Yeah. So well, they were the only team that went 8 and 0. Hey. Yeah. I think the, the next best record, uh, it might have actually even been the Spurs at 6 and 2, but you'd have yeah, to fact check me on that one. Probably. Nah, um, the second team you, was Giannis, Kawhi, Karis Levert. Uh, Porter Jr., the rookie, and um, Chris Porzingis. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's a that's a solid line. I um I agree with that. Like Porter Jr., he had some pretty big games. Um, he had some monster games, didn't he? He had a few he like, led the, as well, um, or something like that. Um, he led Denver in points per game throughout the um, the bubble. So big stats too. So yeah, congrats, Carousel yeah. Bird. Actually, he he um I mean obviously he was on a pretty rubbish team. But he was looking really good. He was really putting yeah. up big stats. He made that last game 
really interesting as well against Portland, which was literally like a must win because they <laughs> lost that game. The Suns were in the playoff with Memphis. So that was an absolute must win game for them. And he was going like toe to toe for a while with um, Dane yeah. Lillard. So shout out to Karras. Yeah, it, it literally it came down to that last shot, hey, when the entire game yeah. he was getting he was getting to the rim at will and then uh, decides to uh, take a little step back. Step back, yep. new range. <laughs> so yeah, Karras Levert, points per game, 26.6, six assists hmm. um, and five rebounds. So pretty good stats for him. So yeah. It's um, be interesting to see how he molds into that team next year, which is obviously going to be completely different with, yeah. um, obviously, Durant coming back from an injury and Kyrie Irving. So yeah. I think he he should he's obviously going to be that third scorer. I don't know how they're going to play him, if it's going to be off the bench or if they're going to start him. They should that, probably that should Brooklyn start teams, him. Yeah. That Brooklyn team is a bit interesting of a question mark, hey? Yeah, because you've got Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie... Both great players, but when they play together, you know, one sort of kind of holds back while the other kind of shines. Um, I always, you know, I always seem like, because, I don't know, I feel like there's always, one, one of them's always injured at some point. And then, you know, they both Yeah, that's have a good point, actually. I'm thinking maybe if Karis Levert was out, I can actually totally see Spencer Dinwiddie putting up similar stats on that team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they've got some interesting pieces there. A lot of, sco- it's just like, I mean, it's really this four scorers with, I mean, Karras can get dimes, but Durant's a scorer, Kyrie's a scorer. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting hand. next year. Yeah, exactly. Mm. All right. Um, I guess if you're going to give a rookie of the year, which which they didn't give, I'd give that to Michael Porter Jr., who was in that second team. Um, if you're going to give a sixth man, maybe I'll, I'll give a little shout-out who's come up in previous podcasts hmm. from uh, Trent Jr. Oh, for Gary Trent. the Trailblazers. Yeah. Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> the who, um, Blazers, he's yeah. actually <laughs> he's he's been killing it. So I'll have really give him well. a little shout out. Um, I haven't looked deep into the stats, but look, sure, let's just give him an award. He, yeah, he deserves it. I agree. Yeah, no one can do anything about it, so we're giving it to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, now this is the interesting part. Let's let's dive into these playoff predictions. Yep. Um, I like. I'm it. pretty excited. I I have Mitch's picks on hand as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I'll, I'll say what he is going to throw in there if his pick is different to our two um, maybe that's something to talk about next time mm-hmm. but um, if there's a general consensus of all three of us going for the same team um, it'd be pretty yeah maybe look at, to the viewers out there chug a bet on them you got, yeah. you got three <laughs> NBA experts back in one team you gotta go oh, for it you gotta, you gotta listen to us <laughs> for sure alright well um, we'll do the East first so Bucks Magic this this should be a pretty easy one, I think. So that's obviously the first seed and the eighth seed. Um, who are you going to pick in that series, and by how many games? Hmm, it's a tough one, but I'm probably have to go with the Bucks. Four 0 <laughs> Hot take right there. Hot take. <laughs> no, well, when we break these down, we'll try we'll try and do a bit of key matchups, uh, and we'll try and maybe say what what each team needs to win. Um, in in this respect, one versus eight. I mean, what do the Magic need? They probably need about three more all star all stars in this one. <laughs> three more all stars. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing they can do. There's not even really a key matchup. I mean, like I'm disappointed because I don't really have anyone that really put on Giannis now that um, Jonathan Isaac went down with that pretty pretty annoying injury. So yeah, I've I've honestly haven't paid attention to anything about the Magic. Since, yeah, it's, since it's the bubble. So. Not a very exciting team. I'm right not. Now, sh- so. I'm not sure who's playing at the moment. Um, so look, I I've picked the Bucks in four. I think that whenever there's a a team that's clearly just 
a lot better. Um, I, I just feel like you have to go four. So I went in four. Mitch also went in four games to the Bucks. Yeah. Um, what was your prediction? Four, four, four as well. Four as well. It, I'd be concerned if Bucks gave up a game there. Oh, look, I mean, maybe they lose one. Like, <laughs> no. Maybe maybe they decide to rest Giannis during a game, which is totally on the cards. Oh, they'd, <laughs> they'd still destroy them. But yeah, even yeah. even without Giannis, I'd I'd back them. Without Giannis, I'd probably still say that series would go. Oh, maybe maybe it'd go to five maybe, in the Bucks yeah. way. So they're definitely a better team. Mm. Um, no surprise there. Uh, next one. Um, maybe we'll spice the matchups up. We'll, we'll go to the West and we'll do okay. that one verse yep. eight as well. Mm-hmm. So the one verse eight in the West is the Lakers who got the one seed. So oh. good work to LeBron and um, to all the haters out there saying, "Oh, he's in the East. <laughs> you know, the West is so much harder." Look, he just won. He just won the West. So haters yeah. gonna hate. Yeah. And then you get the Blazers who have clinched that eight seed. Ooh. So int- that is going to be an interesting series to watch because the Blazers are super hot. Yeah. They're better than eight seed. They were just had heaps of injuries throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, the Lakers, who didn't perform well in the bubble, I think they were two and six. Yeah, so. something not not very good. And even the games they did win, still still question marks there. Um, well, there was the one against the Clippers without um, Lou Williams or Trez. Yeah, yeah, that was a solid and, um, one. Mm. But overall, yeah, so, yeah, Lakers have been a bit concerning. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting series. Um, so what is your pick? on Lakers Blazers how many games well I still think overall the Lakers are going to win simply because LeBron AD um, having those two two of the best top five top ten players whatever it's it's just it's just too much firepower especially but Dame is the bubble MVP he is the bubble <laughs> the all all seeding what do you call what do they call it what, the, what was the actual name it was the all seeding I thought it was just the NBA Bubble Awards. No, nah, they, they call it like the All Seating, <laughs> All Seating Awards. Oh, look, Bubble sounds better. Yeah, Bubble sounds way better. <laughs> but yeah, One no. NBA, wake up. I'm, I'm gonna say Lakers in six. You're gonna say in six, possibly five, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say six. I, I, I'll give Dame, I'll give Dame some credit. You know. Yeah, but I still. Think I it's feel like um, we touched in a previous podcast, Mitch and I, saying that that these arenas are a lot better for depth um, perception. Mm. And I think that's what's helping Dame a fair bit. So. And that's elevating his game. So yeah, I um I wouldn't be surprised if it does go to six. I went Lakers in six. Yeah, that, that's my prediction. I'm I feel like Dame can can get two wins for them, but my my big concern is they really just don't have anyone to put on LeBron James. They don't have a good small forward, no. and I mean, who are you going to put on Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> Gary Trent Jr., who's yeah. nowhere big enough to guard LeBron in the post? Um, so he this should be a big. Uh, series for LeBron, he yeah. should have big. He, I mean, he always puts up big stats, but this should be one that he he takes home. It's going to be him and yeah. Dame, obviously battling. You score, you expect him to score a lot more than he has, you know, shown in the bubble. So, yeah, I think he has to. Yeah, I think he has to put up some some big numbers this one, hmm. um, especially because they're coming in a bit. As we mentioned, two and six, they're coming in a bit dry. So LeBron, yeah. he's going to turn it on. We we know what playoff Le- LeBron's about. So hmm. he's he's going to be business. What do you think and about so the, the so big, what do you think about series. the big man matchup down low with uh, AD versus and possibly Nurkic or Hassan? Yeah, big Nurk. Or... Um, yeah, that'd be a good that'd be there. a good matchup to see because Nurkic is looking awesome. Mm. Um, can anyone really guard AD? <laughs> he's like he's so tall he can really get any shot off. Yeah, but it's still, it'll be a good matchup. Yeah. To, to I think if for, for even. For Blazers to get two games, even like Dame will have to, for the, the entire series, he'll have to average like forty, 
um, CJ or Melo. He's will, been averaging 40 in yeah, the bubble. Yeah, but that's it. Like, CJ or Melo will have to... Someone will have to... One of them will have to score 30 or something. 30. Yeah. yeah. Um, CJ's going to have to have some big games. CJ's going to have to have you know, some big he's, games. He's dealing well. with, a, with a transverse fracture... Of a transverse, a fraction is. He's been looking good process. recently, though. Yeah, he's been moving fine. Or Those last couple of games, he was looking good. Mm. But he's he's got a fractured back, and who knows how far that, how far he can go with that. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, Mitch's pick was Lakers in five. So th- yeah. there you go. General consensus: we we both had six. Mitch had five. Yeah. So the consensus is Lakers. Um. I'm hoping for six games there. I'm yeah, hoping Dame I, can win I want I want more games for Dame. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, I guess a couple of this um this notes on on the side is um player Frondo will be back. He's entered the bubble. Um, he's entered. He's just entered the bubble. I'm not sure. He, he will probably turn up at some point in that yeah. series. Okay. And um, I, I guess a point on Dame's perspective is when when you actually look at the the players who have put up the most amount of points against the Lakers mm. in ten games or more. You've got a list of Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, and number four on that list is Dame Lillard, averaging about 28 points a game. Those are some big so, names. Those are some big names. And to be part of that, is, so oof. A bit of a shout-out to Dame there. Big shout-out. Nah, I've definitely... Not a surprise for me as a Laker fan. He Dame, Dame has been punishing us severely for the last few years. He's hit so many game winners and... No, that's why that's why I think so highly of him because he's just absolutely demolished us over the last few years. So <laughs> it'll be it'll be um, it'll be definitely be yeah a good one. Hopefully. All right. Well, let's delve into back to the East and we'll do the two seven mm-hmm. matchup. Yeah. So we got Raptors who got the clinch that second seed, and we have uh, the Nets who got the seventh. Um, as we we're speaking about before, it was always a big advantage to get that two seed. So the Raptors did end up getting it and, and mm. held the Boston back to the three. So congrats to them. They've been playing great basketball as well in this bubble. Um, they actually had one of the best records too in, in the bubble. So um, good yeah. work. I mean, awesomely coached team. Nick Nurse is a, a beast. I love Nick Nurse. We, mm. we all gave him the Coach of the Year award back yep. in uh, the awards podcast. So nothing but respect for him. Um, it, it'll be an interesting series just to see. I guess, look, I, all the Nets have is Karis LeVert, who we touched on before. Mm. So hopefully, if he maintains, you know, that twenty-six, six and five game he's been putting up, it'll be an entertaining series. He he could um, steal a game here and there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you're going to go the Raptors. I've gone the Raptors <laughs> in five. So yeah. I'm assuming Karras can can win them one game. Oh, that's bold. Um, that's bold, even bold. That. Yeah, I still think that's <laughs> they, bold. I mean, they've got some good primitive defenders, the Raptors. So yeah. look, it could be a sweep. I'm going to say the Nets take one. Oh, one, yeah. So, five game series. What, what, what's your prediction? I think it's just going to be a sweep. It's going to be an easy sweep. What kind um, of sweep? Toronto have, have just looked so good lately, and I just think they're just they're, they're way too laser focused to 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 give up a game. Um, so, hey, Karras, he could, as you're saying, he could have a hot game, well, like one hot game, and sometimes that NBA players can be like that. Um, but I think. Their defense is is something that's been so consistent throughout the season. Um, so, yeah, I can't. Yeah, they're so deep as well, aren't they? The, yeah. the Raptors, they're pretty impressive. I'm I'm very intrigued to see how far they really take it in in this playoffs. Mm. Um, I will say, Mitch agreed with me. He said Raptors in five. Yeah. Um, you're saying four. Oh, look, I'm not going to be surprised if it's a sweep. Yeah. I'm yeah. banking on Karis May winning one, but mm. yeah, I'm not going to be surprised. Not at all. So, 
yeah, um, not not the most interesting series to watch either. Yeah. Um, Raptors should be interesting next round when when they when they get that W, which we all assume they will. So yeah, look, let's move on to the West. Mm-hmm. So that two and seven matchup is the Clippers, who got the second seed, versus Ooh. Dallas Mavericks, who got the seventh seed, which would be a very good series. Yep. That's going to be obviously you got um you got Kawhi Leonard and PG, two absolute superstars facing up against Kristaps and Luka Doncic, two superstars in their own right as well. Yep. Young boys, young boys getting the taste of playoffs, eh? First time. <laughs> it'll be it'll, yeah, be a good experience for them, I think. Yeah. Playoff experience is always great. It's Kristaps, he never made it with the Knicks. No. And this is Luka's first time in the playoffs, so. It'll be good for their development. I, I can honestly, I can say that I can see them winning a championship in the future. Um, I don't think this is their season. And specifically, I don't think this is their series. Because <laughs> the primitive defense that those Clippers have, the lockdown yeah, Luka, yeah. is <laughs> better than any other team. <laughs> so it's unfortunately, look, playoffs come down to matchups. Yeah. If, if the, the Mavs maybe got that sixth seed and were versing the Nuggets, I, I honestly probably would have backed the Mavs in that series. I I, but I I thought yeah they they could they could have um definitely got a bit more lucky with the matchup, but um unfortunately they drew the Clippers. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one for Luca and Kristaps for sure. Yeah, a bit of an a, awakening. It'll still be a good entertaining series, though, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm look. I went I went Clippers in five. Yeah, that's my prediction. I think look the Clippers are just too good. They're going to turn it on and they. I feel like at late in game as well, the the Mavs become a bit predictable yeah. in terms of this. Giving it to to Luca, who's a great passer, but they're still a bit predictable in mm. in those circumstances. Yeah. And, and that, that, I think the Clippers will get that W. That was definitely um, something that they struggled throughout the entire season. You know, they were up most of the most of the games, you know, three quarters in. But as, as soon as they entered that fourth quarter, offense started to stagnate a bit. Um, definitely struggle to finish games or close them out. So things are gonna be amplified when you're in the playoffs. So yeah, I've yeah. I've got um I've got Clippers in, in four. I don't think Mavs get Clippers in four. I don't think Mavs get a game at all. Honestly. What? Hot take. Mate. Not pe- even one game. And I'm not being a I'm not being a Luca hater. <laughs> you're such a Luca hater. <laughs> I'm simply <laughs> This has to be the most P- like, PG caught on theme through this whole podcast. <laughs> Jermaine is an absolute Luca Doncic hater. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are gonna be guarding Luka Doncic, mate. That's those are your two like best perimeter defenders in the past ten years. What about Kristaps? Could Kristaps win them a game? No, he's. I think think Montrez and Morris are just gonna roughhouse Kristaps. Kristaps is he gets a bit he gets a bit passive. He's a bit he's He's a bit soft though. He's soft as well. He's a bit soft. Yeah, that's that's he's just gonna get pushed out to the perimeter shooting threes. Which isn't I mean, which like is great scorer or anything, but um, great shot blocker. Yeah, can hit the three, but a little bit soft. Yeah, I, I feel like he does it. probably need to toughen up a bit and mm. like just get a bit more mass, you know. Yeah. And you, when you look at his post up stats, they're actually um, like the percentages really aren't that good. Yeah, no, um, it's it's you, you see it in games especially. You just you just see him just kind of he'll start off on a block and then like you know he won't get it simply just because he can't he can't hold his ground against. Um, other defenders this way might take a few steps out or even just spot up on the three which is he's a good shooter but hey you know it's definitely gonna um surely i think they're gonna win one game the clip 
in terms of um, Mitch, Mitch, he's going to Clippers in six. Yeah. So he's saying they're winning two games. No, I think... So I think I think once again you're being a hater. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're being an absolute hater. I'm going to give them at least one game. Yeah. Like I get Karras one game. I'm going to give Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis one game. <laughs> Man, I just PG and Kawhi. They're just those guys are just phenomenal defensively. They are. And dude, yeah. how good is PG looking? Yeah, he's actually exactly. looking like a beast. He's finally. I feel like last playoffs, his shoulders are both totally fucked. And <laughs> yeah. even this season, he was really just kind of bringing back from, from both his shoulders getting surgery. Mm, yeah. Um, and he's he is looking really good yeah. and he is looking scary. He's saucy. No. So people forget he was like third in MVP voting like last year. Yeah, not for so sure. He had a, <laughs> he's yeah, a damn career, good player. Career year last year and just got unfortunate injuries to his shoulders. And yeah, but but now he's healthy. Again. He's looking, he is, he, he's ready he, for the playoffs. He, so this will be... It'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Okay, so, well, consensus is Clippers. Yeah. That's the consensus. All right, we'll move back to the East. We'll go to the three and six mm-hmm. matchup, which is the Celtics versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. So, this would be an interesting one. As we touched on before, disappointing Ben Simmons is out. Yeah. Um, he, obviously, is a huge part of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, the one big weakness that the Celtics have is... They don't really have anyone to guard and beat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Daniel Tice cannot hold his ground against Joel Embiid. Ennis can, I guess. Ennis can is a he can do some kind of post up defense. Yeah, Any other defense, he can't do it, it all. If if, but, if you're um, if you're Brent Brown, you'd be you'd be smart to just pick and roll whenever in um cancer's on the floor. But um, but yeah, I think I think um cancer could be a right yeah one on one defender. But yeah, pick and roll wise, he's always been not the best. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I, there was an interesting quote by Bet, Brett Brown when it was all released that Ben Simmons had this injury and, and wouldn't be able to play. And he said that the offense will become a lot clearer now. Well, it was one of the things that he said. Now, I think that's true. Now you can just, you've got Give Joel, the ball to Embiid. <laughs> give it to Embiid. You just put heaps of shooters out there with him yeah. who can defend. Mm. And you've got Jay Rich, who is a great 3 and D player, um, Tobias, I think he can. We've seen him step up into um, roles like this. I, I can see him putting up. He'll have to be a good scorer too. So I think he has to put up twenty points in this series yeah, for them to stand a chance. Definitely. Which I think he's totally capable of. Yeah. Um, they've got the pieces. I think they honestly have the pieces to make an upset. Just because, Ooh. in my opinion, and if you look at our player rankings, yeah. the best player in this series is on Philly's team. Yeah. And. They don't have anyone to guard him very well. Mm. <laughs> so when you when you take that into consideration, I would not be surprised at all if there's an upset. Yeah. That being said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My pick is Celtics in five. <laughs> because I have no faith in that team at all. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. You know what I mean? What's your thoughts? No, I'm I'm honestly exactly in the same boat. I've got I've got Boston in five as well. Boston I, five, yeah. yeah. I've got Boston. Mitch in five. has Boston in six, so that yeah. is all around the table. I um, yeah. Look, as I said, there's a. I think there's there's a world I can imagine the upset happening. Yeah. There. Um, like just but just exactly what you're saying there about Brett Brown saying the F offense becoming clear, it's just going to be very. It's just ob- it's just obvious, and I think Brad Stevens is is just way too smart to just let Embiid like unleash. You know, to for an, yeah. an entire series as well. Like, sure, Embiid might be 
be good for one game, but you know, Brad Stevens is just on another level of coaching and just he'll he'll put the pieces together. He'll like um Embiid's gonna be doubled like as soon as he touches touches the ball, double, triple teamed at least, like every single possession he touches, and it'll be a matter of um the rest of Philly having to beat Boston and defensively Boston are Boston actually fourth defense like fourth best defensive efficiency rating in the league. Yep. And they're third best at defending the paint as well. So, yeah, you know, regardless like, of having Brad Stevens, yeah. uh, he, he's every year he makes yeah. a good defense. And um, Philly, everyone was going into the season saying Philly's, you know, they have these pieces to be a good defense. Yeah. And um, to, I think they really should have let go of Brett Brown before the season started and tried something yeah. else. I think they have to um, at After the end of this, this season. Yeah. Yeah. They have to let him go, surely. Mm hmm. But yeah, I think Brad Stevens. That's that's a good point. Like he's just a much better coach. If anyone's going to come up with a good defensive scheme, it would be him. Mm. So um, I don't know. Maybe they throw Sammy Ojale and, and Joel and this yeah. flexes biceps in front of him or something. He's a big he's boy. He's a pretty solid boy. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, they're they're third best at defending the paint with Daniel Tice, Ojale, and Cantor for the entire season. <laughs> so it, it's it's it just comes down to the scheme of that Brad, Brad Stevens plays. And the you know the versatile defensive wings they have to help you know, um, yep. put that into work. So yeah, yeah. I think right, well, Boston in five. Yeah, Boston in five. I got five. Yeah, Mitch in six. So that's the consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, moving to the West, the three versus six is the Nuggets who got the three seed versus mm-hmm. Utah Jazz who got that six seed. Yeah. So I think this one is definitely, in my opinion, you could flip the coin. This is a close series. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll let you break it down. Who who have you okay. picked? Nuggets versus the Jazz. Well, if you asked me the start of the season, I think it would have been a coin flip because I think Joe Ingles he he hasn't had the greatest season, but he still he still does he still plays a, a vital role of just you know being a floor general, um, still spotting up at threes, just a good, pretty good good defender as well, good service defender, make the right reads, um, but. Even just recently, though, Conley, Mike Conley just left the bubble because he his son was just born. So he yeah, hot made, take actually. So yeah, he could he miss one or miss two a few games, games yeah. one or two games, and you know that's enough. And that could to, hurt. That yeah, starting point guard. That's a lot of stress on. Um, Especially Donovan when Mitchell. one point I'll bring up is this Utah Jazz team is not deep. They no, their bench not. has been pretty rubbish this year, and and, and the yeah. fact that. Um, Bagdanovich went out of the bubble to um, he, had, he had an injury and wanted to sort that out fair enough yeah. which means Joe Ingles does go into the starting lineup and Joe Ingles really kind of was it was him and Jordan Clarkson were the two main guys off the bench and mm-hmm. now they only have Jordan Clarkson off their bench who's a good scorer but the other guys who turn out there um, are not great players so you really only have six deep which really could affect them so I think well, that is a good point. They they even lost Ed Davis as well, who isn't like a ground you know groundbreaking player, but he plays solid He's still defense. A serviceable he gets, role yeah, player. Yeah, he the gets bench. rebounds and plays de- decent defense. So they lost him. So man, I couldn't even. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. I've got Nuggets winning in four because of that. <laughs> in four games, man. Wow, they're missing really Conley, Boyan, and oh sorry, not four. Sorry, five. Five. My bad. Five yeah. games. Okay. I got them in five. Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be... I think that's a bit more reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> They're missing some big pieces. Ask me at the start of the season, we were full teams on both sides. It's It'll be a close one. Yeah. Yeah, Have I agree. Got... At the start of the season, 
I feel like maybe a lot of people would have even picked the Jazz before the regular season started. There was a lot of yeah. hype going to that team mm. um, because of you know the Bagdanovich and the Mike Conley, yeah. who uh, I guess overall were probably a little bit underwhelming. Just mm. it's mainly Conley. Conley just um, didn't really perform very well this year. It was I guess a, a different play style he was used to, yeah. and he, he underperformed. He was actually looking okay in the bubble. Is yeah. one little diamond in the rough, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, look, I'm I'm on your side here. I'm going to say Nuggets in six is my prediction. Yeah. Um, I think the Nuggets, it is, it is deeper. They have um, the best player in the series in, in Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll take it home in, in six. How um, do you think uh, Donovan Mitchell responds to this? Having the, you know, more, more ball in his hand? Or do you reckon he... Um, well, he'll, he'll have brighter? to with Mike Conley's out for the, the first game or two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we saw him ball out against Westbrook and Paul George a few years ago. Yeah. And in, in that series, you would have taken both those guys over Donovan. So mm. he's proven himself. Um, yeah. you got Rudy, obviously, guarding the paint. Rudy versus Jokic. I think if you look at the matchups, um, it actually kind of favors uh, the Joker um, on that end. And, I mean, look, roughly so. Like, he's a, he's a better player. Mm. So, um, yeah, look, it'll be, it'll be an interesting um, matchup. I um I will say that a bit of a hot take from Mitch. He's yeah. gone. He's gone Jazz and seven. Jazz and seven. So he's seven. back in the Jazz. So this is the first time that all all of us are uh, are um, aligned here. So yeah, uh, yeah maybe we'll have to get his opinion on that next time because mm. I just I don't see the Jazz winning it. Maybe he missed the Mike Conley out of the bubble because I think that will affect. I think yeah. they, they, they could lose a game. Except I mean, surely. that that happened just today. Well, just disclosure to everyone else um, that's listening. Mitch gave us his picks a few days ago. Mike Conley and Ed Davis just um, that news just came in today. So yeah, so maybe he um, would revise that pick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Look, it'll still be an interesting series. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz do do a bit of an upset. But look, I'm going to go Nuggets and six. Yeah. All right, so, okay, the four versus five matchups. We'll go back to the East. So this mm. will be an interesting one. We have the yeah. Pacers, who got the four, and we have the Miami Heat, who got that five seed. Um, a bit of, obviously, it's, it's, it's great to see TJ Warren go up against Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Let's see that <laughs> yep. that, that feud um, once oh, again. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I want to see as many games between these two. Just, just for that, just to see the beef between those two, like, during the games. And you know... You know Jimmy's not afraid to to say what's on his oh, mind. Oh, dude, Jimmy's gonna go at anyone, man. You hear what he yeah. said about um Chris Paul recently? That was that that game where Chris Paul like stripped the ball and threw it into um Duncan Robinson and it went out of bounds. And then yeah. and then Jimmy comes up the score and this pops a big, big like kind of shoulder um, yeah. into Chris Paul and gets an offensive foul. And then after the game, he's just like, "If you come at one of my guys, I'm gonna come at you." So, I love it. <laughs> I love me some Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> oh, man. He, he's a great character. He's, um, yeah, he is a character. That's a... <laughs> and uh, I'll say, look, when, when he went through that massive feud of, of TJ to begin with, saying, you know, mm. um, don't let him guard me, blah, blah, blah. Um, he, I mean, look, he, he performed. Like, this is the first time they, they played again. Yeah. And TJ Warren was on such a tear. And um, Jimmy Buckets yeah, held he... him to, like, I think it was, like, 6 of 18 or something. It was, like, yeah. 33% from the field. So... Something um, like that. Shut him yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, so. that's when he had um, TJ had his string of games of like forty points. Yeah, and then um, they faced the Heat and then put the clamps on, I guess. 
and and I guess a report as well that we've gotten some reports that TJ Warren um, has and is dealing with plantar fasciitis, which I have no idea what that is. But uh, look, it's big words, so it could yeah. be something serious. Bit information on the sole of his foot, so that yeah, that's uh... Uh, that's what that is. Okay, well apparently that's what um Sabonis is dealing with too, but he's out. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if he's going to be in the series or not. TJ is playing. So I guess mm. we'll play through a bit of pain. But yeah. um, Demontis Sabonis has really been a bit of a question mark the whole bubble because I don't know where he's gone. I, obviously, he's dealing with some health concerns. So hopefully yeah. he does get back healthy and we get to see him play. Yeah, um, he's, he he's such, a, such a, a good player as well. Yeah, he's he's had such a, such a big season. It, it he was an all-star this season. So Was he an all-star? Yeah, because the Pacers were doing so well, they um, decided. Because yeah. Brogdon went down. He was oh, probably the front right. runner. Yeah to be one and then he got injured and they gave it to uh, Sabonis as an all-star so hey. yeah a bit of Hands a hit to him yeah yeah alright well um, my pick yeah. is Heat in 5 is what heat I'm going to predict five. I yeah. think um, I think the Pacers are a good team and they can win a game mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like the Heat are a better team and <laughs> um, I mean look TJ Warren's a bit dealing an injury the all-star isn't even playing um, in Sabonis so it just makes sense to back the Heat especially yeah. because I think they're probably the best player they're probably the best two players in the series just because um, and, and by two I mean Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo mm. and um, that's just because um, Victor Oladipo really isn't himself anymore he's still yeah. coming off that pretty brutal injury yeah he's he's hasn't been healthy quite healthy as he's come back not not quite himself which kind of sucks because yeah if, if that entire team was healthy it could be a more interesting series, but similar with you, I've got um, I've, I've got paces in six, but I'm 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 yeah paces when no sorry no I'm heat in six my yeah. bad heat in six, but um I could even I could take that down to to five. Really? Yeah. Well, look, um, Mitch went heat in six. Yeah. So I guess you guys agree there. I think it's five. Like I feel like the Heat kind of had their number. Yeah. Um, they're this. I this is a better team defensively. Um. They had the stars to win it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think the Heat should incredibly take it, yeah. deep team as well. Yeah, with yeah, they're a deep Eric's team. Bolstra as well. Yep. Right. The, I mean, look, Nate McMillan's a good coach, but mm. um, I think Spolstra's a better coach as well. So look, they got a lot of the advantages in that series. So yeah, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that Heat Bucks series next. If um, obviously the Bucks and the Heat do win, like our predictions forecast. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, wait, 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 last... wait, side side note, just yep, want to um, say that Jimmy Butler. If you haven't heard, he's actually running his own $20 cup coffee business out of his apartment room. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's, I was just, I just stumbled across that news just yesterday while I was doing some research and he's, he's charging people $20 a, a cup of coffee just out of his own, his own um, Great idea. Look, make a business. Yeah. He was, he, he was complaining about how hard it was to find coffee and um, so he just decided Hey, is it like a it? legit setup? Like, is, is he <laughs> no. the barista as well? I can just see him behind a barista, just like making some people some great coffee. No, nah, I'm pretty sure he literally <laughs> just bought. He just um he just bought his own kind of coffee machine, and then he's just been um he's just got like a just piece making of paper. some dollars. He's got like a piece of paper on his door, like just saying like. <laughs> hey, look! If I'm spending here. twenty bucks on a coffee, it better be it better be fucking good. So <laughs> that's all I'll say. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, okay. please. The West. The last matchup and our last prediction Ooh. is also an interesting one. Yeah, uh, the Rockets who clinched the four seed, who jumped up the standings in the bubble, so they yeah. got the four, 
and the Oklahoma City Thunder got the fifth seed. Um, I will quick, quickly say before we get into it to this, mm-hmm. um, I saw some um, some facts going. I guess some some figures from the, the first game that the Thunder played, and there was a little image that said the Thunder had a zero point two percent chance of making the playoffs. That was at the start of the season. Zero point two percent. Zero point two percent chance. Oh, they have the fifth even, seed. I think that's harsh. Yeah. In the West. Jeez. So, yeah. Haters big, gonna hate. Big ups. great year for them. Congratulations. Mm. No, this that's is the this first is, take I'll say. For for me, this is the this is the the series I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> Interesting, right, yeah. because I mean, hot take, but um, that was our next topic. So a bit uh-huh. of a spoiler. Um, Sorry, but I, 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 I don't blame you for this because <laughs> this is going to be a great series. Um, two similar kind of play styles. Like, you know, OKC can go a bit small um, and they, they can obviously run with the Rockets. So, yeah, look, mm. I, um, they, they were definitely on my short list for the best series. Mm. Um, they may even be my number one. I'll, I'll reveal it a bit later on but this is um it's gonna be definitely one to watch the one downside i will say is that westbrook has been confirmed um out for game one with a strained right quad um so he could be out for more games as well he will i think he will likely be out for more games which makes the series a bit more yeah like that could really tilt the scales yeah like oh man i think these teams are pretty i thought they were pretty close right i think they're pretty evenly matched Right, like the OKC are playing some pretty good basketball right now. Um, the, I, I think that that team is like built for playoffs. Yeah, like me they've, too. They've got the me size. Too. They're totally vets. Like you got they've Stephen got... Adams, who's been around and will be the biggest dude in this. Usually, he's the biggest guy on the court in general. Mm. He'll be two times bigger than anyone on this court. Like, <laughs> he better be pumping the offensive rebounds this series. Uh, yeah. Like, and I expect him to. I expect him to do some big screens and it's like. I expect a big series out of him. Um, yeah. You got Danilo Gallinari. He, he can drop 20 points a game. Mm, yeah. You got SGI, SGA, um, Shea. He, he, can, he, can, he can drop 20 a night as well. And then you got mm. Chris Paul, who's an absolute vet, who can yeah. get clutch buckets. He's known to get um, yeah, buckets when, when, when you need it. Mm. And, and he can defend. Like uh, I can totally see, and this is one reason I'm keen for this series, is I can totally see him just absolutely going at James Harden on the defense on the defensive end. Yeah, um, I um, you know, we say all these things about OKC, but from from a Houston point of view, just having James Harden on your team, mate, that that dude's gonna get get forty. He's well, get without to Westbrook in game oh, one, but maybe not against this team. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Oh, dude, James can put up forty against any it's team. Game. Let's face it. <laughs> but um, look, yeah. I'll I'll give you a little um, <laughs> um above or. Um, or or under, do you think that James Harden is going to shoot over or under thirty field goal attempts in Game One with Westbrook out of the game? Over or under? Oof, thirty. I so what is he? He's probably averaging about like around twenty. I'm gonna say. Nah, 30, 30 sounds way too much. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Nah, You're going to go under? Under, under. I'm going I'm over. Go under. I'm going over. Hot take. <laughs> you had it here first. James Harden's putting up over 30 field goals in that game. No one else is going to yeah. score in that team. I'm sorry, but who, I'm, who's I'm, the <laughs> second best player in this team? Eric Gordon, who just yeah. came back from injury, who comes off that bench. Hmm. Like, seriously, I, like who's yeah. going to put up shots in that team? James Harden's going to have to do everything, which he always does anyway, so... 
game one, um, I'm not going to be surprised if um, James Harden puts up like 50 points and they lose. <laughs> oh, so. I, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised about it, that either. But I think if you're OKC, you're, you're limited. You're, you're trying to get the ball out of James's hands. I think they're too smart to just let him just kind of let James be James and shoot that those 30, 30, um, 30 shots. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're going to be... It's going to be a tough, a tough first game for James Harden. So, I'll say that. Look, I'm. I, I think he's going to love it. He's going to love this having the ball, ninety nine percent of the time. Mm. <laughs> All right, what's your yeah. pick? Who Who are you tipping? I, man, it's a tough one, but I, I still have to go with Houston, but in seven though. Ooh. Houston in seven, tight yeah. series. Man, I, I like OKC. I, I like him. Um, I think that they even they're built to to beat a, a team like this as well. Uh, a few stats for you. Um, OKC, the third best in the league at guarding the three-point line against uh, yeah, right. against Houston. That's that's pretty important. They're third important. at limiting opponents' free throw attempts. So, James Harden, mate. He's still going to get to get to the line just out of pure volume, but he's, they're going to make him, make him work for it. And they're first at limiting um, fast-break points per game, so... That's a pretty good recipe to yeah, right. to to make it tough for Houston, but I, I'm still going to say Houston. Well, just because. I feel like the, it's it seems like the stars are lining for Thunder to win. You, you just put up arguments. Yeah, I, I know, them. I know. I made a I made a good case for them, but oh, man, it's hard to go against star power in, in the in the playoffs. Yeah, of of West Westbrook and Harden. Yeah, that, that's all I can say. Right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the world, and I'm saying Thunder mm-hmm. in six games in this series. Ooh, and the reason I say you that, shocked I, I, me. Yeah. I mean, you already gave me some great arguments, so thank you for that. Yeah, um, I feel <laughs> like I mean, I already break down the the big players, so I feel like obviously Stephen Adams, you, you got twenty and twenty from from Shea and Danilo every mm-hmm. night. You got Chris yeah. Paul, the vet. Um, I feel like it's just a better team, and yep. um, and I, I honestly, if if, if we were saying Westbrook's one hundred percent healthy going to the series. I honestly mm. would have gone Rockets in uh, seven, maybe six. I would have totally tipped the Rockets, yeah. but because mm. he's out for game one and and maybe even two or three, I think honestly that that will tip the scales. I'm and it's, that's yeah. the main reason I'm going the Thunder in six. I I think they match up well as well. They can run with the team. That is, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be an interesting series, and I I'm going to tip the Thunder. Yeah, I can't. So, you know, I can't disagree with you either because. You gave you me got, some good you got um, Shea and some good Chris, tips. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Shea, I mean, he Shea got and Chris Paul um, guarding Westbrook last and, Yeah, Westbrook and, and Harden. It's such a good matchup for them. They're going to make life difficult for those for those guys. You're going to see a lot of a lot of Westbrook chucking threes, <laughs> probably as well, <laughs> just out of frustration. But um, yeah, nah, it's going to be good. it's going to be good basketball. Hopefully, yeah. Look, I, I like deep down, I kind of do hope the Rockets win and, and Westbrook comes back healthy for that second round, but. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. Um, I will say that Mitch, back to you as well, Jermaine, he went Rockets in six. Mm-hmm. So I'm the outlier going yeah. to Thunder, which is not surprising because yeah. they're, they're definitely the underdogs going to that series. Yeah. So. But hey. Right. Well, our, our, last, um, our last topic, which Jermaine already um, spoiled for us, was Sorry, um, who's going to be the, the, the favorite player series? Um, well, obviously, that Rockets Thunder is going to be awesome. And that yeah. was actually... <laughs> to be honest, that was actually my, my favorite to watch as well. <laughs> um, so, look, yeah. Rockets Thunder, both Jermaine and I agree, it's going to be a sick mm-hmm. matchup. 
Um, if you have NBA League Pass, obviously go watch that game. I'll watch yeah. all the games. Um, <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good one. Yeah. If I had to choose another series, though, I'll, I'm I'm probably as much as I love Dame, I, I and yeah, I, I I'm gonna have to go with Clippers and Mavs. I want. It's not that I want to see Luca get swept. I just I want to see him. <laughs> I still want to see him play. I still oh, think such a he's incredible to watch. <laughs> I do, I want to see I want to see the Clippers at full strength and hey I want I want Luca to prove me wrong because even um even when he loses he's still fun to watch um yeah he's he's an incredible talent I'd love to yeah. see him I love I'd love to see the Mavs beat the Clippers but highly unlikely let's let's see some good basketball so Clippers oh, and Mavs would it, be my series I would choose. It's it's funny you mention that because um, I obviously I picked the Rockets Thunder. I had two honorable mentions uh, for the series, mm-hmm. which was the Clippers Mavs. I think that is going to be awesome <laughs> as well. You got two yeah. superstars versus two other legit superstars, so that's going to be awesome. And they, and they go in head to head. Like you're going to have PG and Kawhi guarding Luca for I think big majorities of the game. So it's yeah. going to be awesome to watch. Um, the other honorable mention as well is, is also what you touched on was the Lakers Blazers, mm. um, and that's just because. You got LeBron's going to go off. Dame's going to go off. It's going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that series. And yeah. look, there's a world I can imagine the Blazers actually winning. Um, <laughs> unlikely, yeah. but I can see it happening. And you always need that bit of bit of flavor in, in the back of your head. Like, oh, look, you know, maybe. Maybe mm. it could happen. No, I'm definitely so, definitely keen for that as well, yeah. Yeah. Just no, no one, yeah, no, one, no one's going to be able to guard LeBron. No one's going to be able to guard Dame, so... Let's just sit back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, let's all watch them both go for 50 each night. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, um, yeah, good podcast. I'm super excited for the playoffs to start. Um, our next podcast will probably break into a bit more of, I guess, the games we've seen and, and where they stand and, and what kind of mm. upsets that we want to maybe revise our yeah. predictions um, here and there. But, um, yeah, look, until next time, um, catch you. There you go. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions.
Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.